Tom Bernard Show with Hackmaster Raptor Vashem MD. Co host Catherine Brandt. Andy Brandt Bernard. Cassie Schrader. Catherine Brandt, also known as Olive Oil. <laughs> Seriously, everything I touch uh, is just covered. Olives. Olives. Greaseballs. I am a greaseball. We will be right back. Kick off Tom Bernard Show. <laughs> Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience. And working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Terrine, me, mean, and rude. Whoops, I had the wrong song. No, that's not it. <laughs> that's not the same song that I was going after. Let me know when Kristen's ready to go. She comes oh, on a She actually just See, look, in. look at that. Right on time. Gosh. Look at that Prussian. She's a pro. Um, Kristen, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? Marvelous. I have to tell this story very quickly, though, because it just happened to me. We have oh, okay, what happened? We have holiday station stores in this. Uh, they're kind of like Super Americas. They do a really Quick nice shop, job. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, holiday does a really nice job. But um, I was in the store, and there are four black employees in the store. Uh-oh. And a black woman came in and started screaming at the top of her lungs at them. About? About how she had been mistreated, which nobody knows how she was mistreated. I was in the store. Nobody mistreated anybody. She started screaming at one of the guys. Like I said, all, all four employees were black, and she was black. And then she went with the... You shouldn't be treating your own kind like no, this. Of course. Really? You're going to play the race card against black people. <laughs> okay. Maybe she okay. was having a hard time getting the pump to accept she her. She was a massive pain in the ass. That's what she was. So I finish up my business. She left the store then. I finish up my business. And I go out the door and I notice there's a, a woman probably 60, 65 years old behind me. Mm-hmm. So I held the door for her to come out. Oh, no. She came out a little bit, never said thank you, and blocked the door so I couldn't shut it. So until she was done looking at her phone, I had to stand there and hold the door. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it would have hit her in the head. What is wrong with people? (laughs) I hold the door for you. There's no thank you. And not only that, (laughs) you block the doorway so I can't close the door. People are getting very special. Uh, Kristen, what the hell's with you women? <laughs> Don't forget me. I have very good manners. My mother raised me well. I bet you do. I bet you have very good manners. I, I do actually. I, I'm, a, I'm a good please and thank you, and I try to be as courteous as possible. I have my moments. We all do. No, but, we don't. Uh, I think I don't. my mom raised me well. 
Okay. Do you hold the door for a man? I, I hold the door for anybody, honestly. Me too. If yeah. I know someone's behind me or someone, you know, um, either way, coming in, going out, I will always hold the door because there's nothing worse than a door slamming in your face. Yeah. And I don't care whether it's chivalry, it's just common. It's called being de- a decent human being. How about that? There you go. Yeah, that's it. But it would be nice if the PB held the door for, would would say thank you. Because I always do. If somebody holds the door for me, I, I always say thank you to them. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, but this woman was not to be bothered with her cell phone. She blocked the door, never said thank you. And then when I fi- when she finally started moving, I let go of the door and I turned around and she was right in my face. She goes, oh, oh, oh. She acted like she, I ran into her. She had screen stupor. <laughs> screen stupor. She did. She had screen stupor. She didn't know what she was doing. If you're listening, lady, you're an idiot. Let me just point that out. Well, I the sometimes will just go, you're welcome. <laughs> I yeah. Just, yeah, I do that. I, oh, I say you're welcome. I did say you're welcome to her, as a matter of fact. How'd you know I did that? Because it's a little passive aggressive, and we all have it in us. <laughs> well, is it passive aggressive, or you just you just you just you just assume that they said thank you? Yeah, maybe they did say thank you. You uh, just didn't hear I it. I usually do it like you're welcome, no. and I don't. I try not to do it too edgy, but I'm just kind of like, come on, people, pay attention. I just said, oh, you rude jackass. No, yeah. I didn't. On I the way didn't. into the building today, there's two doors in a row. Yes. The first, okay, so there's one guy going in, one guy coming out. I'm behind the guy going in. And so the guy coming out opens the doors and he pushes them really widely so that everybody can get everybody in. Everybody can get in, right. You know, which is, you know, kind of like holding the door. Yep. But the guy in front of me, uh, he was kind of slow and the door... The second door was closing, and he didn't bother, you know. Oh, so I was like, you know, you could have just pushed the door open mm-hmm. a little bit. Push it open bit. a little bit, just, you, you know, or just bumped it or something. Honest to God. I can't, know. Can't be bothered to look behind, see who's coming. Yeah, and, I, and then I had to get in the elevator with him, and I'm pretty sure he was pressing, close, 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 before I got in. <laughs> close <laughs> it up. One all. of those guys. Close it right up. <laughs> no. Close it up. That's all I've got to tell you. So, I don't yes. want to ride in the elevator with anybody. Lady, I hope your business on your phone was really important that you were extremely hey, rude and a dimwit. Solving world peace. She was you busy face-tuning for Instagram. Oh, there is that what it was? Yeah. She was face-tuning? Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. So, Kristen Burt. Um yes. Les Moonves. Stephen Colbert uh, mm-hmm. didn't go after Les Moonves last night. He admitted that he was a friend of Les Moonves, because Les Moonves got him that show on CBS. And here's the situation. Who is he? Les Moonves is the head of the chairman of the board of CBS. Ah. He's the CEO of CBS. I did not know. Been around for years. Okay. Um, big what, cheese. Yeah, big cheese. What he did was was he would put his arm around women, or they said forcibly kiss them. That would be a little hard to prove, though. But then he, uh, they say he threatened their jobs that part if he actually did that if he threatened their jobs which by the way Kristen, is why i'm no one's boss i'm a private contractor at at kqrs and at cumulus i am not anybody's boss i don't work for anybody over there i i don't want anything to do with that boss and employee situation so when i tell you to go f yourself there's nothing you can do because i'm not your boss i'm not even your coworker. leave me alone But here's what I well, think. I want to say something yeah. about the Les Moonves thing. There, sure. With the Ileana Douglas situation, yeah. if you read the New Yorker article, there was clearly a settlement. Oh, and, there was. Okay. Um, yes. Yes. And I will tell you that Ronan Farrow, you do not want Ronan Farrow on your tail <laughs> at all because I will say that he does a great job of not only fact-checking, and of course, the New Yorker has lawyers to deal with that. However, he will pull up three or four sources to back the um, mm-hmm. accuser's story, which I think is really interesting. You know, it's like a, he's not leaving holes in his stories. Does it hurt Ronan Farrow's career at all that he looks just like Woody Allen? No, he looks like Frank Sinatra. I know no. he does. I was no, how could that be? There's a picture of him today on uh, MSN. He looks exactly <laughs> like Frank Sinatra. In the, I mean, identical just to put, Frank Sinatra. Well, he's a hundred percent. I think you need a DNA test. You are 100% Frank Sinatra's son. And you guys oh, yeah. can claim whatever you want. If you want that to be your truth, that, like, Woody Allen is your dad, I, I would rather have Frank Sinatra as my dad, even though, you know, they both had plenty of issues. But yes. I still want Frank Sinatra as my dad. They did, um, it's true. But at the same time, I'm just like, you know, you are a dead ringer for Frank. Now, let me ask the women here. There are three women on the air right now and three men. 
me ask the women specifically, um, what about perception? I was talking to a female attorney last night. She's a friend of mine. And she became friends after, uh, you know, she had done work for me. So it wasn't like we were friends before. She, I, she actually did some work for me and we became friends. And she said, you know, it's interesting. I looked at this whole situation. She grew up very, very poor, uh, you know, some unfortunate family situations. She ended up in a really ritzy, high-end uh, college out, out in the east. Very, very smart woman. I mean, a really smart woman. Graduated honors. She's a very prominent, powerful attorney, all the rest of it. And she said, You know what's kind of upsetting to me is when I grew up, and she kind of grew up in not an urban area, but kind of like, can you be semi urban? Is like St. Cloud, is that semi urban? Mm, parts, maybe. Yeah, I, I guess. I, I don't know. But anyway, she grew up like that. And she said, Because of the way she grew up as a Roman Catholic, people used to hug each other, put their arms around each other, and kiss each other all the time. So she's saying, I'm not condemning these women for being upset about it, but it's a perception thing. And I said, yeah, that's the same in North Minneapolis. I still, like I said yesterday, I have a couple of Italian male friends who every time they see me, they kiss me on the lips. It's not sexual. So is there a perception problem with all of this? Look, if you threaten somebody's job, you're done. Uh, That's totally different. But when... uh, are we going to use any perception of what actually happened in these cases? You know, I can't believe I'm defending Al Franken, but I am defending Al Franken. When he did that thing, he, like, he cupped his hands. He didn't touch the woman in any way. He cupped his hands. It was funny because she was wearing a flak jacket. I mean, he wasn't trying well, to grab was her. that just one photo. Yeah, I know. I know. But everybody. A, that showed his, his you know, sense I of know. humor. Yeah, right. And he was a comedian at the time. Yeah, I was a comedian at the time. I think yeah. he's still a comedian. <laughs> wow. I think in, in many situations, not all, because if, if I'm feeling threatened, I think it's going to be a different situation. But I feel like I feel like we need to have, feel empowered or feel safe and hope that other people are protecting us. You're in a situation where someone yeah. does hug you or kiss you, just go, you know, that you have the ability at this point, especially in, I'm talking about now, I'm not talking about two years ago. Yeah, I feel like things yeah. have changed a little bit. I'm just saying I'm not comfortable with that, you know. Well, like, Whoa, that hug was a little awkward. I would rather say that and make it awkward for a second than mm-hmm. like constantly having this person hug me or kiss me or whatever it is. Yeah, and that way they get the message like, hey, don't touch. I thought you loved Joe, though. Anyway, moving from, see, that's exactly what I'm talking about right there. Like in the James Gunn situation, where he wrote those very tasteless jokes on Twitter. If I were his boss, I would have showed some seeds and I would have said, James, sit down. Uh, I read the jokes you wrote on Twitter several years ago. They're not funny in any way, shape, or form. Pedophilia is not funny, and whatever else he wrote about is not funny. And here's what we're going to do. Because there is redemption in this world, because I'm an even keel person. I saw what you wrote. I think it was tasteless. And don't do it again. I'm just, I would not have fired him. There is no way I would have fired him. The guy was trying to be funny. Some people can't be funny. But I would have said to him just what you said, Kristen. Uh, You did it once. I didn't like it. And don't do it again. That's fair, isn't it? It's totally fair, and I think what's happening at the Disney company is that they've just taken a zero-tolerance policy. Yeah, well... You know, it's like the kid that takes the butter knife to school, and then he gets expelled or suspended for, you know, a week or something, and right. you sit there and go, it's a butter knife, the kid, like, yep. brought it from breakfast, or yep. he's being dumb and acting out in a way, but it's still a butter knife. A butter knife is not a steak knife or a butcher knife. So yeah, I, I, I think it's society. We're an all-or-nothing society these days, yeah, and we are. there has there does have to be balance. And you know, men have to learn to behave better, but women also have to learn to speak up. And there yeah. are going to be situations where we're not able to speak up because there's a position of power, or maybe you're really in a scary situation of violence. Um, but there are times that I know when, I, especially someone where I'm like, oh. Seriously, come on, don't touch me. That's rude. Right. I have to be able to say that, and I have yep. to feel comfortable yeah. to say that. And I, I hope that other people that are in the circle of the conversation, to you at the time, will speak up and be like, yeah, dude, you know what? Play off. No, I like that. And you could just tell them this, too. You do that again, Tom Bernard's going to kick you right in the store. <laughs> <laughs> I have no problem with you that. You come all. all the way from 
Minnesota to Los Angeles for that. If anybody had, had done anything like that to our son or our daughter, I would have rained hell down upon them. Why don't people do that anymore? Because you go to jail. Who cares? Yeah. You go to jail. At least the guy paid the price. I, don't know. I think ever since we started this whole, you know, it doesn't matter who started it. You're both suspended. You're both involved. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that is ridiculous. I'm yeah, sorry. If somebody true. punches you in the face, you should be able to punch them back. Yep. There are no there are no winners. There are no losers. Everything is uh, no fault. Yep. The game's a no That's fault true. game. And yeah. I think Christian said something very important: is that it's either black or white. We've eliminated gray. Mm-hmm. And also, it's only blue or red. We've eliminated purple. Yeah, that's right. So you can't have any kind no, of you're right. any kind of middle of the road. You nope. have to be in this camp or this camp. It's black or white, and you, this is the way it is. Oh, yeah. lots of people hate me now because I'm a centrist. They can't, they hate it because I was yeah, a Democrat he, for a while. Yeah. I've been a Republican for a while. I didn't like either one, so I'm kind of like a centrist going, hey, can we just get together and write up some laws that work for everybody. And people well, hate it when I say no that. No one representing us as centrists well, at all. True, yeah, that's true. Well, go. I will. No one's represented that group for the past 40 years. I think you're right about that. But, I, yeah, I do believe in redemption. I do believe, maybe I, I grew up Catholic and it was, a, it was, you know, beaten into my head that people, again, say, look, I know you probably didn't mean anything by by kissing me on the on the lips or putting your arm around me or in my case and a lot of guys I know case when you take a picture whether it's a man or a woman at the last second when they snap at a picture they'll reach over and grab your package because they think it's funny it's not sexual and it's not funny to me but they think it's funny it's still stupid and they it, shouldn't do it yeah I agree and but I think we need to get to it look again this is not has nothing to do with 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 obviously rape or sexual assault or threatening someone's job that stuff is way over the top and has nothing to do with this but I think you know Kristen in your situation you have every right to say um, I didn't care for that and don't do it again don't ever do that again that's very fair, and it's even keel. And the guy, if the guy doesn't know from that that he shouldn't do that to you, then he's an imbecile. Oh, absolutely. And, and there are plenty of guys that they just get handsy because they think it's their right. And I, I'm at I the know. point. Or the guy that, like, walks past you and goes, smile, and you're like, what? Why are you telling me to smile? Yeah. Just, <laughs> I hate that so much. Move on. It's true. I'm just in deep thought. Sometimes I'm really like, okay, I need to go here and get there and get there by, you know, 5 o'clock. It's just a, a thought process. I don't need some dude passing by me going, smile. Smile for me. All righty, your leg's tired because you've been walking through my mind all day. That was the phoniest, hokiest <laughs> oh one I've ever heard. Oh, my God. Uh, in any case, we'll be right Bart. back. Kristen Burt with us, Tom Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. He's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get because you're a customer of North American Banking Company. It's called XCheck. All right, Michael, my friend, how do you get it? What's the situation? Do I need it? Why is it cool? All that stuff. It's an application that we designed to compete with the national applications out there for person-to-person payments. You can get it at the Apple Store or the Android store. It's for payments that you want to make when you don't have cash. If you want to pay the kid who shovels your driveway, if you want to settle up a dinner check, if you want to settle up a bet on the golf course, when you don't have cash, you can use the app. The payment will settle directly into the payee's account literally the same day. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker? An X-Check? I'm going to get it today. North American Banking Company. Celebrating 20 years of providing a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to RSVP today. 
That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. Great song, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. Kristen Bird is with us from Los Angeles because she is the queen of entertainment. We've decided that. And she, the queen. The queen. <laughs> queen. That's what my husband calls me, the queen. You are my queen. Oh, God, please don't do that. How about the Prince of Pessa? Prince of Pessa, I like that. Yeah, Prince of Pessa. Prince of Principe. That was from um, Life is Beautiful. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, that? I loved that movie. I thought it was terrific. You know who inspired that movie? performance at the Oscars? He yeah, stepped on Spielberg's head. Yeah, he did. He stepped on Spielberg's head. You know who inspired that movie? And he actually did a version of it, but was never released? Who no who? Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis did a movie just like oh. that where he dressed up as a clown and led children to the gas chamber in World War II. Oh, that's right. And they never released it. It's out there. I don't know if you can find it, though. Oh. But it was his idea. A clown leading little children to the gas chamber. So that their last oh. moments would be happy. The last moments would be happy, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, my God. That's a little heavy, isn't it? Oh. Woo. Sophie's Choice is nothing wow. compared to that. I, I mean, my whole day is just... <laughs> I just got the here. chills. I got the chills talking about it. Yeah. Man, life should not be that cruel. I don't really understand it. Although then you got Andy Kindler saying what he said. <laughs> you know, Donald Trump reminds me a lot of Hitler. Except at least Hitler was a soldier. <laughs> God. Thanks, Andy. Um, Stephen Colbert took time Can away. We... What? No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Can we what? I was just going to say we should talk about Donald Trump's star on the Walk of Fame. Oh, my God, Jack Hammer. That and what's is funny. Happening there? I will tell you, Kristen, it's very funny. Those guys, two guys showed up in Russian uniforms and guarded the star. <laughs> uh, they did. And, you know, it's a guy that's actually on the boulevard every day. He's usually dressed like someone from, like, England, you know, uh, with, like, the top hat and everything. And he sells tours to tourists. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, for Starline or something, and that day he decided to not do his English stick, and he did the Russian stick, and he was the one that was like out by, uh, guarding the star. It's very funny. <laughs> that is that very funny. Even but Trump here's got what it. happened. Okay. Too is that the first day it was covered with plywood and right. a couple orange cones, and then the first fight broke out. So then oh, LAPD brought in like the metal stanchions and you know barricades, and so mm-hmm. it's been barricaded off since. Um, but it's become a place where people are just hanging out and purposely getting into fights. So, by the way, TMZ has a tour center just across the street from the star on the Walk of Fame. So they've now aimed their security cameras directly at the star. And now they're capturing all this great footage because all these fights are happening at, like, midnight and things like that. So they're like, TMZ exclusive. And I'm like, they're literally, they're like, who cares about our employees and our security? We're just going to aim it at Donald Trump's star. <laughs> Did, is it true that somebody jackhammered the whole thing out at one point? Uh, well, this time around, it was a pickaxe. Oh, it was a pickaxe. So okay. It was a pickaxe. And okay. so there's a meme going around with a star in the Walk of Fame, and it just says, pickaxe guy. <laughs> I want to give him a star. But the guy who bailed him out of jail was the guy who did it um, the first time around. The Otis um, heir, he did it the first time around with the jackhammer, and he came and bailed out the second guy for the one done just last week. You know, I've, I have not liked a couple of presidents very much, but I just don't have time to go jackhammer up their star on the Hollywood Walk. Of, I just, why is, look, I think it's funny that two Russian guys guarded it. I think that's very, but to destroy something, I don't really understand it. First of all, that is a crime because Donald yeah. Trump, like everybody else, paid at least $15,000 for that star to be there. They're 40 thousand dollars oh it's 40 grand now well they're 40 grand and you know oftentimes you can get the network to pay for it because if it's done around like yeah you know the premiere of of, at the time celebrity apprentice or if you do it the week of your movie premiere it'll be part of the publicity for the film but oftentimes some of the smaller stars that don't have these big premieres they are paying for it themselves and the hollywood chamber of commerce does not have the money to repair it so someone else has to step in and pay for it 
And I'm sure some donor will or something like that. But uh, they were going, they were thinking about removing it. And LAPD and Chamber of Commerce decided that if they do that, other people will go to other stars and do the yep. same thing. And then all of a sudden we have like 15 holes along the boulevard. And they're right. You don't have to like them. But at the same time, you just have to kind of take the risk and realize that it's probably going to get destroyed again and again. Yeah, I, I just don't understand why the need, again, you want to tell Joe, do a joke around it. Long, you it, you have no right to destroy someone else's property. Don't do that. You know, you can, And it's Hollywood history. Yeah, Whether you like is. that person yeah, or not, there's I plenty know. of people on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. You can just step on them with your foot and be like, I hate you. That's fine. Yeah. But don't take a jackhammer to who, it. Who, who else on the star uh, Hollywood Walk of Fame have people turned on because they did something really bad? Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, the Donald Trump one has kind of like been in the news yeah, so much. Yeah. There's been other things that have been vandalized and things like that. I mean, mm-hmm. when Michael Jackson passed away, they had to rope that off, but that was because the fans wouldn't stop coming. Right. Um, and there was a line down the boulevard. But I, I don't feel like we've seen such hatred <laughs> about, compared no. to what's been happening with Trump. How about Roman Polanski? Does he have a star? I don't know. Does he? Or uh, Charlie Chaplin. Does he have a star? Charlie Chaplin. He had sort of that underage marriage thing going oh. on. Oh. How about O.J. Simpson? Does he have a star? Ooh. We have to look this up. You have to look up who has a star. Cause a lot and he's doing it. Think have a star? Like if Julia Roberts doesn't have a star, George Clooney doesn't have a star, Clint Eastwood doesn't have a star. Bob Marley's was vandalized. Why? Because they were looking for pot. Um, <laughs> Where he buried his stash. Buried his stash under his star. They don't know. Oh, Bill, Bill Cosby has one. That's one that would be uh, controversial. Mariah Carey's was vandalized. Why? I don't know. Because people are monkeys. People are weird. And first of all, why, <laughs> that was dumb. why did Mariah Carey get a Hollywood walk That's of fame a good question. star? Oh, well, because she's had a lot of number one hits. It happened after she was that lip syncing thing at New Year's Eve. Oh, Oh, that's dumb. Uh, (laughs) Hugh Hefner. I kind of get that one. He gets vandalized. Bill Cosby. I can understand that one. Mm -hmm. Sophia Vergara. Why can can you understand the uh, Hugh Hefner one? Eh, he's gross. Yeah. Yeah, Dead. He launched how many uh, women's careers? Uh, gross. Kill them all. Uh, okay. You got Star 80 killed, I know that. Um, Sofia Vergara, because she froze her embryos and they didn't like that. What? I don't know what the hell that means. Oh my gosh. Oh, because she wanted her embryos. She wants the embryos destroyed there with her ex-fiance, who's a creep, by oh. the way. He's the oh. one doing that crazy abortion documentary. Have you heard about mm, that? No. no. Yeah, so they got into a legal fight. So, you know, she they broke up. He was, he was a social climber, too, by the way. So when they were dating, he was doing everything he could to become a fan, you know, leverage his engagement to Sophia to make himself super famous. Um, and then, you know, they broke up. She wound up, you know, meeting Joe Manganiello and marrying him. But they still had all these frozen embryos. Mm-hmm. And he wanted them and he wanted them to be, you know, he wanted to, I guess there's a couple, like maybe two girls or something. He wanted the daughters. Or, and so they've gotten into a legal fight. And he took it out of California, and he took it to, like, Louisiana or something. And it's been, like, an ongoing battle because she's just like, I want them destroyed. I do not want to have kids with you <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to make her out to be a really awful person. Yeah. Well, apparently... Um, now he's doing he, an abortion documentary. He's saying that he denied them inheritance by refusing to let them be born. Okay. So he's suing for inheritance because Whoa. they're embryos, so they're technically, I mean, they could become people, but she's not letting them grow into people. But he was, I don't know. He was the donor. He's nuts. Right? I think so, yeah. So they are basically half his, right? I would think so. Yes. That's yeah. really a murky... Yeah, technically he yeah. should have some say on it, shouldn't he? I, I would think so. Because yeah. it's an embryo, it's not just an egg. Yeah, well, you could say the same thing about uh, the abortion debate is that should a, should the father have some say in this abortion deal, even though the woman carries it? I understand that, even though the majority of risks for having a child are with or all of them are with a woman. But the genetic piece of it, you know, should the father say have something to say? Yeah. That's, that's a oof, that's a quagmire in there. Uh, as soon as a man's life is on the line by giving birth, then they can have say. Oh. <laughs> 
What do you think of that, Sorry. Ralph? Catherine attacked you personally. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. They're calling them two frozen pre-embryos. So what does that mean when it's a pre-embryo versus an embryo? Pre-embryo. Well, I don't think it means anything. Well, pre, uh, that, that's a good question. I don't know what the exact so, definition. The pre, an embryo typically egg? has more than more than you know, a number of cells. Mm. Uh, so it's a zygote. Many, I, uh, yeah, or not quite. You know, it's not quite a zygote. It's an embryo before a zygote, and the zygote becomes. Uh, it's. I, I'm sorry, my embryology is <laughs> failing me right there. But yeah. you know what the order of things are. But a pre-embryo. I guess just a yeah, fertilized egg. You'd think that before you endeavor, you go into this kind of situation, you'd have all of this worked out legally. Like, you'd what happens think so. if we, you do break up? You know, the lawyers would have to get in on this. Or why would you have, make embryos with somebody that you weren't married to? Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, and they were engaged, so they were just saying that. Hey, let's do this. Yeah. Let's, I don't know. It's one of those. And then, you know, she, of course, she meets Joe Manganello, and that was that. Well, how old Done. is she? She's in her 40s now. I think she's like 47. So, okay. and they they tried with the surrogate at one point. So, she has one adult son that she had at 18 or something. Okay. Unbelievable. See, I would yeah. jackhammer Sofia Vergara's star just because she tries to act. She's <laughs> <laughs> horrendous. So you she would, can't act. You would deface the scars based on merit. Based on merit. <laughs> That's exactly right. And, and by the way, Kristen, is it not true that Sofia Vergara's accent got thicker the longer she was on television? I think so. I think it she did. actually milks it on the show because, and that's how they create these comedic scenes. Right. But to me, the comedic scenes are now one note. It's just Sofia right. not understanding culturally like what's going on, and the accent gets thicker and mm-hmm. crazier. Yep, it's it's just kind of weird. So, so we will agree that obviously, in cases of rape or sexual assault. In cases of lording over someone's job and threatening their career, threatening their lives or anything like that, that's all off the table. You got to go. But I do think, let me let me give you an example. I would never take a job from Disney at this point. You want to know why? Why? Because if somebody did have something against me, you know, they're just mad at me and want to go after me. They know very well if I work for Disney and they go after me, Disney will fire me. Uh, that's that's crazy. I mean, I, I would See, never work for Disney. That's now. just giving sociopaths and psychopaths too much power over everybody. I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. You know, it's it's too bad for the women who have and the young men who've been, you know, the, the Kevin Spacey, the, the, all those guys that he he took advantage of. Their cases seem to be at show, you know, shoulder to shoulder with these cases that there's no proof they ever happened. And it can't be like that. If you've been raped, I mean, my God, there was an article in the paper this morning about Harvey Weinstein going to the movies the last two nights. There was an article about it. It's like, why would I? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And he said, he said, I'm still in the movies. Oh, my God. What a psycho. He is a disgusting pig. He is totally. Oh, by the way, he was wearing all black, a black baseball cap and some... Some sunglasses. Oh, Harvey, you're so hideous, I can tell it's you anyway. Is he mourning his career? <laughs> yeah, he's mourning his career, exactly. But he can't let it go. I'm still in the movies. Yeah, that's real funny when you're on. Uh, you're going to be on trial for rape. That's real funny, Harvey. The ego has not subsided. No. It's not like no. the chip is still there. It's so weird. It's, it's genetic. It's just programmed in him. It's, it, it just is. You're absolutely right about that. It's just part of who he is, and he'll never get over it. I, I, I don't know. See, those cases are totally separate from uh, from all the other accusations. But, yeah, I would never take a job with Disney now because even if someone made something up, they'd fire me. Why would I want to work for you? Well, won't the won't the corporation get sued if they do that kind of stuff? I mean, if you just haven't, I mean, because you can be going through a you know a a divorce, and you know one of the spouses could be hurling accusations at at you. Yeah, I I mean, it's just crazy. They've 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 made the choice of either the um, uh, HR case being made against them, Mm -hmm. uh, and the cost versus the publicity hit that they take not taking action. And they say, "We'll just pay. We'll just pay the HR hit. Oh, you're older. Uh, here's your money. Go away." Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very scary that we've gotten yeah. to that point now. It's just it is. not good. No. Not at all. I don't know. 
Well, here you go. From NFL star to accused serial rapist. I mean, Kellen Winslow II. He's nuts, though, isn't he? Kellen Winslow II is crazy. This is a guy who, didn't he, like, break into women's houses and hide out in closets and then all of a sudden jump out and reveal himself? I mean, what the hell is wrong with this guy? So there are cases of men that are way out of line. And, oh, here's a guy right here. Uh, he raped an 85-year-old woman. Huh. Kellen Winslow II. He's, what is he, maybe 40 an, at the most? Yeah, what an odd thing. To, he's 35. One, uh, 35. One of his attorneys asked the 58-year-old homeless woman about having testified Winslow choked her during sexual intercourse. Mm, what the hell is wrong with... So, yeah, let's focus on, on the Harvey Weinsteins and the Kellen Winslow Seconds and anybody who else who got way out of line. I mean, and being a rapist is not way out of line. It's a major crime, and you should go to prison for it. So I don't know. It, there's so much. It, does everyone think it's just being reported now that this has always been the case? And maybe we should take a break. Oh, my God. I yeah, I was wondering that. why you segued. Sorry about that. I, I got all wrapped up in this whole thing. <laughs> whipped up. We He's will heated take... today. He's on a roll. I love it. There's <laughs> yeah. a lot to talk about today. There are a lot of things to talk about today. We'll be right back, Tom Bernard Show. Just like all of you, I'd been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it's as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it because I have a pretty big melon, pretty big head, and my pillow will prop it right up. I can get my neck aligned, and I sleep very well because of it. Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, has a very special offer for my listeners. My pillow is offering buy one my pillow and get another absolutely free. Don't delay. Order now. This offer expires August first. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first my pillow. If you already know how great the my pillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call eight hundred five one six five one four six. Use the promo code TOM or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code TOM. Call 1-800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority's also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand-new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers, come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call Roger or Eddie right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Hollywood, Hollywood swinging. Ronald Cool Bell. <laughs> Love Ronald Cool Bell. Cool in the gang. Uh, we just had Ronald Bell on the show the other day, and I called him Ronald Cool Bell. And he went, oh, no white guy knows who I am. <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was very funny. Um, I will give you a prime example. That's what. This is why I was I was distracted, and I went too long on the on the last uh, last uh, bit. Um, this is why I'm a centrist. Okay. There are okay. two articles on the Internet this morning. One of them is that Trump may bypass Congress to give a $100 billion tax cut to the rich. Uh, no, he That's won't. not going to happen. That's not going to happen. There's no way that, that the con- Congress can let mm. him do that. There's no way that I the people... I sincerely in the- doubt he's even trying to do it. It's probably just the news being the news. Okay, let's say it is true, though. He wants to give a $100 billion tax cut to the rich. On the other side, did you see the Medicare for all costs? No. They understated it by $10 trillion. $10 trillion? $46 trillion it will cost. That's a lot. Oh, my gosh. No problem. $46 trillion. What are you you politicians doing? Bernie Sanders should be deported. (laughs) He should be kicked out of the country and take Donald Trump with you. But that's why 
Kristen, I am I am a centrist. <laughs> I can't stand either one of these. It's just one wants to give all our money away, and the other one wants to take all our money. I think all they Jesus. care about are headlines and yeah, and, maybe. Yeah, and comments maybe. on their Twitter feed. What this is all about is um, when you, let's say you bought a stock and it goes through the roof, and you bought it uh, 20 years ago, they want you to uh, give your investment 20 years ago present-day value, which means your money was worth a lot more when you invested it 20 years ago. Yeah. So they want you to not have to pay taxes on that because your money's worth half what it used to be 20 years ago or whatever that number is. Right. That's what they're talking about doing. And I don't, I don't think there's any way that that this is going to happen. I don't think it's legal. I, I, George H.W. Bush tried it, and he they decided then that it was not legal to do, that they mm. couldn't do it. So, but that's a very good excuse and a very good reason why I don't like either party right now. Well, one of them wants just, to give our money away, and the other one wants to take all our he money. He can just quote Obama: "I have a pen, and I'm president." Yeah, so well, that's, Obama, Obama did say that over that's, and over. It just makes no sense. I, I, I don't. Why can't we just have a nice centrist person? Here's what we're going to do. First of all, I've always thought there should be a flat tax. I don't care how much money you make. You've got no write-offs. You pay 15%. That's just what it is. Yep. Even 20%. 20%. I don't care if you make 20 grand a year or you make $20 billion a year. You're paying 20%, and that's just what it is. No write-offs. Why didn't we ever do well, Would that many, mathematically work? Oh, God, yeah. Actually, be, there'd be more money. Because yeah. there'd be no write-offs. And everybody gets to pay, pay into the system, and then everybody gets to have a reason to vote. Yeah, it's absolutely everybody's true. Everybody's got a little skin in the game. And these people... Well, yeah, technically, if no taxation without representation is, you know, held to its literal meaning, then the more money you have, the more representation you should have, because they pay more money. Yeah, there you go. I, I, just, I, I just want to take a lot of power away from our politicians. They're far too powerful now, and it's not working on the Democratic side or the Republican side. We mm-hmm. need to cut these people off at the knees. Don't you think? It would be nice, but how do we do it? That's the deal. Yeah. I'll like, take over. Because it, this is what happens. It's like you get eight years of a Republican president, and then everyone's like, ah, they rally together, and you get eight years of a Democratic president. And, you know, this it's just that pendulum swing back and forth. It is. It's exhausting. Yeah, and all they care about is undoing what the other person has done. Yeah. Mm, very true. I don't know. I, as I said, it's a, it's a perfect uh, example of why I don't like Democrats and I don't like Republicans. And I'm talking about not people. I'm talking about the politicians. I, I, I don't like politicians, any, any of them. I don't care for any of them. I really don't. This Bernie Sanders is going to die any day now because he's about <laughs> 90 years old. Oh, we should just give away all our money and uh, we should. Yeah, okay, shut up. <laughs> it's just good guy. Yeah, the Bernie bros drive me nuts because they're still squawking about 2016. They and I was sure. like, guys, we got to look ahead to 2020. <laughs> if you don't like what's going on, let's just not talk about two years ago. Oh, uh, I just saw some that popped up on my screen. I'm very sorry about this and sad about it. Because I've interviewed the guy about 500 times, and he's a ball to interview. Alan Alda has Parkinson's disease. Mm-hmm. I know. I love him. He's like the nicest guy. He he's is just like your really neighbor, nice and you're like, oh, I love him. I love going out and talking with him while he mows the lawn. That's he, him. He's lasted pretty long, though. And with Parkinson's, you can last another probably 10, 15 years. So, I mean. You can? Or more. Yeah. It depends well, on that. Depends severity. on yeah, That's right. Yeah, well, yeah. And depends on how much money you have, which I'm guessing he has a lot. So he can go with like the implant and everything like that. You know, I think he'll be all right. I'll give you an example of what a great sense of humor Alan Alda has about himself. Last time he was on, and I, I do, I, he's got a great sense of humor. He's a great guy. Last time he was on, I said, When are you going to admit that? It's your fault. The global warming is your fault, Alan. He goes, what are you talking mm-hmm. about? I said, it's your fault. He goes, how is that? And I said, because the plastic and all those Atari games they had to bury that you endorsed that they couldn't sell poisoned the earth. <laughs> <laughs> and he just started laughing. You know they buried all those games. Andy, yeah. you know that. Uh, they buried copies of E.T. And some of the consoles, apparently. I don't think the consoles. Well, they didn't sell anymore. They're well, the thing about the Before Atari recycling? was... I don't think you could 
this was like, you know, early plastic that was probably made of like 90% toxic byproduct. <laughs> dioxin. Yeah, 90% yeah. dioxin. But, um, That's not good news. Lead. What happened was this was during the um, like height of the Atari bubble, so yes. they were overproducing everything. They were yeah. producing way too many consoles, way too many mm-hmm. um, game cartridges. Joystick. Yep, everything. <laughs> Joysticks. God, I haven't heard that in about 20 years. So when the bubble burst, everything became useless, so they didn't know what to do. And they were like, well, we can either pay to have them disposed of, or we can go out into the desert and dig a big hole and <laughs> chuck it in. Which is what they did. Or we could give them to children throughout the world. Nope. No. For free. That would cost money. No, it'd cost money. You couldn't do that. Come and pick him up. But he actually has a great sense of humor about that. He, hes I'm really sorry to hear that he has Parkinson's disease. Um, he's got to be, what, in his mid to upper 70s? 82. Oh, oh he's 82? Yeah. 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 Okay, so he could live another. He could live into his 90s he, still, right? Yeah, he'll probably not die of Parkinson's. No, I suppose that's probably true. Kristen, I need you to yeah. get a job with this Daily Mail show. Their reporters are so horrible. The Daily Mail is well known for being crazy. <laughs> What's the Daily Mail? It's known for being horrible. Do you want me to go and work for a horrible rag? Oh, I want you to <laughs> elevate it. My God. I think they're trying to sort of be like a TMZ yeah. in they're a like, way. They're like the UK's version of TMZ, but even yeah. more yeah. crazy. But now they've, they've got some, there's like a handsome host and he like sends it to Sydney, Australia. And they they and some terrible reporter talks about some celebrity that you know tripped on her own shoe or something and and then they go and now we're gonna go to new york Mm. and then it's the worst (laughs) show ever how is who's producing this i don't know but i love that it's on the air and they're like this is quality television where is it on the air i've never seen it I just caught it last night for some strange reason. I don't even know where I found it. Well, who put it together? It's probably syndicated, is my guess. Oh, yeah. So it's called the Daily Mail? The Daily Mail has been like a, you know, a rag in the U.K. forever. Yeah. It's been oh, for I see And now they're saying. doing a, t- a TV show. <laughs> and it's weird because, like, sometimes it's extreme right and sometimes it's extreme left it's just to get people to click on the great yeah, pictures it, it's, it is, isn't it? it's whatever gets sales yeah, that's Jess, what they are jesse palmer apparently is the host and it no just he's that not is. that bad but whoever they get for their field reporters they're just awful Jesse so they Palmer, have a... the former NFL player slash bachelor oh he is oh, oh yeah but it is daily mail tv yeah it's like celebrity news hmm and, the, and he also hosts the um, that horrible dating show, The Proposal, that's on ABC this summer. Oh yeah, yeah. Now that's not the, that, that's the the British Dale, the the British version of like the National Enquirer, kind of. Is but, the host British? Because he's American. No, no, no. He's no. not. He's no. I, it, it's an American show. It's like the Daily Mail is like oh. expanding into. CBS oh, okay. is uh, producing it. Yeah, I, th- I think that you say, comparing it to the National Enquirer, that's a little bit too high on the. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a little, that's a little bit too high on the tabloid food chain. Yeah. I think maybe the star or <laughs> it's, somewhere it's, further down. Maybe. It's more like, um, is it People? Is that the one that's always like, you know, pictures of celebrities? Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's yeah. a lot like People because, yeah, I'm on their website and it's a bunch of British celebrities I've never heard of. You know, other than yeah. that, doing but, stuff. I mean, honest to God, I'm like, with all the content that they need, this is the best they can do. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's bad. And the, and the Daily uh, Royals report, I'm certain. Oh, you got to have a Royals report. What sure. Meghan Markle wore. Meghan yeah. Markle is. Like, the Betsy at- Bun is back. That is a, a headline more times than I want to read each week on people. The messy bun is back. I'm like, she just wore it last week. Oh. It's a messy bun. Who cares? Meghan Markle is at her wit's end over her father's public outbursts. Oh, God. Okay, that is, you know what? All of those British rags need to stop paying him for interviews because it's making the situation way worse. That's yeah. Is he a little crazy? Yes. Oh, he is super crazy. He fell off the crazy train. <laughs> he really did. That whole All of that stuff is just, oh, God. I guess uh, the Kardashians are getting some heat now because Kim went on uh, Kimmel and said, I have nothing bad to say about Donald Trump. 
Oops. I'm gonna guess everybody's mad. Not allowed to say that. Cares what Kim Kardashian? Why? Well, couldn't say. agree more, I but I guess some people do care. Well, her all. husband likes Donald Trump now, so she has to like Kanye Donald West. Trump now. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, and, uh, and he helped her with get that woman out of jail. What was her name? Oh, oh the yeah. older woman. Yeah. 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 That's true. Exactly. I know. What was that all about? That was weird. I don't know. I, the, the whole thing is a me, 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 more me now. Let's put me on television. Was the it Kardashians, just... keep on up with the Kardashians is fading fast, so they got to come up with something new now. That's well. Right. Pretty much, yeah. have another baby. Yeah, I think that, yeah. you know, the empty-headed to, narcissist thing, you know, it's like, oh, see, she has a heart. Do another adult tape. Oh, yeah, I'm sure the yeah, do youngest it. one of them will be coming out with a tape any day She's now. She's a billionaire. She's not going to Mommy porn? Out. She just had a baby. <laughs> she did? Well, the Octomom did it, so. Yeah. Octomom. Uh, that's true. Are all the Octomom's that's kids still true. alive because she faded from view? <laughs> I hope so. They're probably <laughs> almost all on welfare. Honest to God. After Octomom snorted all their money. Somebody insisted I have her on the KQ Morning Show once. No, she's... I am not kidding you. It's like, what are we going to talk about? Today, I'm, she's a moron. Yeah, I remember that interview. It was oh, brutal. It was terrible. Like pulling teeth, trying to get anything out of her. Exactly. And so. She kind of had a voice like that. Yeah, she kind of had this. Uh, here's what I think we should do. Oh, yeah, great. So, Ralph saw Mission Impossible. Dun, dun, I did my homework. Dun, 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 mm. Oh, who did their homework and saw eighth grade as well? Not me. <laughs> I'm going to go oh, see Christopher Robin They're calling tonight. it. I, I'm Ooh. telling you, it's. It, Everyone is calling it the best movie of the year. Eighth grade? Yes. Oh, oh the, is that the, about that young boy? Or is it about all girl. of eighth grade? What's eighth about a grade. Girl? As a girl, you go to eighth grade, everything's awkward and weird, and it's, it's an indie film. I'm telling you, it is like, yeah. if you're following on social media, everyone's going crazy for the movie, and you didn't do your homework. God, I was just thinking if they had done a, a TV show or a movie about when I was in eighth grade, okay, who's it up to, to get the beer? Here's eighth grade for me. I'm not kidding. Tommy Bryce O'Brien, one of my best friends, and the, there were Lorenz and Andy Fisher, and we all hung out together, and my voice dropped to this tone when I was 11 years old. So in eighth grade, I was 12, I think, 11 or 12. But, oh, no, I, that was definitely 11. Anyway, so I'm 11 years old, and Tommy Bryce had a very high voice. So he would call the liquor store and ask for two cases of Grain Belt Ponies to be delivered to the Lorenz house. And I would go in the bathroom. This is a true story now. This is eighth grade. I would go in the bathroom, and all of a sudden I'd hear Tommy Bryce go, Dad, Dad, the liquor store guy's here. All right, son, we'll just tell them the money's on the television. Uh, I'm taking a shower right now. <laughs> it worked every time. It worked every time. It was unbelievable. We got as much beer as we wanted. It was very cool. Uh, one more thing. I know you got to go in like 20 seconds, Kristen, but I've decided uh, after this whole deal, the, the best moments in movie history, of course, I Am Your Father, as they say, the best movie, uh, best line in movie history, I've decided to start talking like Darth Vader wherever I go. Would you please give me... Father. Yes, please give me one pound of roast beef. You scare the <laughs> hell out of me. we all talk like that for a full hour? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's try it next week. What do you say? I'm in. All right, young lady, have a magnificent week. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, Hollywood entertainment reporter. Prince Principessa. Principessa. We will be right back. Tom Bernard Show.